All right, hello, idiots on parade, the too ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? It's going well here. Uh, you just rushed home from work. I am in Minneapolis. This has nothing to do with anything. I just found it odd. Are you familiar with Caribou Coffee? Caribou Coffee. No. It's uh, the Minnesota version to Starbucks. They expanded really quickly and then contracted really quickly, and now they're expanding again. I like them. Uh, I, I like it better than I like Starbucks. I don't, I don't have anything against Starbucks. I'm not going to do like some anti-Starbucks bullshit. I just happen to like them. Uh, I went to the Mall of America today because my hotel sucks and there's no gym. Uh, or not that there's a gym, but usually there's like a, a treadmill, but there was fucking nothing. So I went to the Mall of America. Caribou is like a fancy, pretentious French word for reindeer, right? It's like a, yeah, it's like a elf with a pinky finger in the ears, uh, air as it drinks its uh, drink beverage. It's not reindeer, it's caribou. Yeah. Exactly. No, I just, uh, you remember the story about uh, Houston having a Starbucks across the street from a Starbucks? Yeah. So I went to the Mall of America today to walk, uh, to be an old mall walker. That place has uh, three main levels and then a fourth level that's just a couple of restaurants and a video. There are five caribou coffees in the Mall of America. One on level three, two on level two, and two on level one. I just thought that was odd. Like, oh, well, there's a caribou coffee, and then you keep walking, you're like, oh, and there's another one in case you didn't want to walk, you know, three minutes to get to the other one. Well, that's that's a little more understandable there because that's that's the Mall of America. I, I went there when I when I was a little kid, so I don't really remember it. But that seems to be a, a mall that is in itself a city, like some sort of weird futuristic uh, Twilight episode, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it is what it is. It's just a big shopping mall. Yeah, you could they have hotels there. You could literally do a vacation to Minneapolis. And not leave the area. You could just go to your hotel and then take the catwalk from the hotel into the mall, uh, shop, eat, go back to your hotel, get up the next day, go to the mall, go to the... What a depressing-ass the... vacation. You know well, what I'm saying? It is, That's, but it's, they, they it's also have... It's just a vacation from, like, it's like a cruise, but on land. We never have to go outside. <laughs> Fuck going outside. Exactly. You know who went outside? Communists. That's who went outside. Uh, I ain't falling for that commie shit, the sun. Communists is a good pick. I would have gone with queers and liberals myself. You know who goes outside? Queers and liberals. They go outside. Um, but they, they, they do have a theme park in the middle of the goddamn thing. I don't remember what it used to be. There used to be something different in the middle of, a, of the Mall of America. I know because I was there. They have a comedy club on the fourth floor. And I, I don't remember. But now it's a Nickelodeon, like, roller coaster and water slide. I mean, it's... No, it's, I remember that when I was a kid. I mean, I'm sure it's gotten bigger Snoopy since Land. Then. Snoopy Land Snoopy used to Land. be there, and now it's Nickelodeon. But either way, I'd bring the kids here. I just, yeah, you're right. It would be, but you could go back the next day and go to the, there's an aquarium in the basement. I actually got free passes once from the comedy club to go to the aquarium. And it's like, it, it is the, uh, the, the shitty side to the mall where you're like, oh, an aquarium, let's go look. And you're done five minutes later. You're like that. I'm glad I got that as a free pass because that's. The that's, aquarium is, is just the lobsters and the catfish that was going to get served in the seafood later that <laughs> right. night. Right. It's like having a, you know, just like a 50 gallon aquarium in your house kind of. It's, it's a little bigger, yeah. but not much. It's a petting aquarium. We've, we, we've electrified <laughs> them a bit. They're, they're docile now. <laughs> you can pet them. So last week when we signed off, you said, oh, crap, I have a caller of the week that I forgot to do. You you worked the uh, 
one of the psychic uh, radio stations or something last week. We never give specifics because we don't want to uh, poop on anybody's uh, programming. But you had a caller of the week. Do you want to you want to get into that now? Yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a lady for a for a psychic show, and I mean the show isn't really important, but. The lady called up and said that she moved down to Alabama and was wanting to know if she should move away. And she was just talking about things that happened to her that it weren't the most pleasant or made her not like the place or whatever. Well, did she move to Alabama to be a Roy Moore supporter and then wanted to move away after he lost because Alabama wasn't hateful and hurtful enough? Was she surprised by that? Well, to be fair... She sells cowboy hats for a living. She makes them, and she figured once that guy got elected, she'd be selling a lot more of them. No, no, I I don't know why why she moved down there. I, I'm I'm guessing it's for work, you know. But um, uh, she she moved down there, and she 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 was saying she wanted to move back. But one of her reasons was that where where she is back? To, where did she say where back was? I moved from blank to Alabama and I want to move back to blank. I think it was New York it was it was somewhere in the northeast I I, I don't remember exactly where all right but fair enough she she moved down there and she was she was telling this story about going to a she she took her friend to an afterlife museum and when she left the afterlife museum with her friend her friend told her that she was quote doing the devil's work <laughs> that was no, it. Is this Afterlife like, Museum in Alabama? Yes. I don't know. She didn't say what was in the Afterlife Museum, but her friend told her, not not joking, not being sarcastic, that she's doing the devil's work. And I just remember thinking, like, if that lady believes that's true, then and not to call her, but her friend, but it's like, how how fucking lazy has the devil gotten over the years? You know what I'm saying? He used to do sexy things like I don't know, convince people to make their heads spin around like in The Exorcist or, 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 or commit mass slaughter or something like that. Now it's like, the, it, take your friend Peggy to, to the museum and that's, <laughs> that's it, you know? I mean, how bad do you feel for these devil worshippers who are sitting around all day sacrificing their chickens or you know, whatever they do and then finally shows up and they're like, oh, sweet. Prince of Darkness, how you doing? I've been I've been waiting all day for you. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to light a church on fire? Do you want me to uh, I I I I don't know eat people? What what do I do? And and he's like, God, ah, just take your friend to the museum. And you're like, what? And then and then sacrifice her. And he's like, nah, just have some gelato and have a good time. I heard they got good gelato <laughs> next door. And you're like, this is intern work, devil Jesus. What do you? It's kind of like joining ISIS. And then they put you on the Twitter team. You know what I'm saying? You're no, like, that's not, not, not the Twitter why team. We've talked ISIS. about that that's before. Bullshit. That, that's like What's joining. Up? We've talked about this before. It's those idiots that join ISIS. It's it's like joining ISIS, and then you're the dishwasher, or you're the guy that cleans out the 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 porta potties. Because remember, we talked about people that wanted to go back to the West. They were disillusioned. They joined ISIS to be part of the the fight, and they got put on. You know. Peeling potatoes, they got put private work. Right. Private do- it was like well, you know, apparently the same things happens with Satan. You know, he doesn't just have the oh, we got to commit uh, a ritualistic sacrifice. He's also got people who's just like, ah, take her to a museum where stuff happens that's not exactly like uh, like God said, and what? that's that's just that's it, man. 
You, you, you sell your soul to the devil to do that? What's funny is I googled Afterlife Museum Alabama, and the only thing that comes up, and it came up right away, was uh, Afterlife, Asian art from the Weldon Collection. And it doesn't, like, I think Afterlife, I thought it was like this weird spiritual thing, like what happens after we die. And Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, man. Yeah, it's, it's Asian art. That's the only thing that comes up in a list. No, it's got to be it's got to be something other than that. She probably keep in mind this was this was just from a crazy caller on a psychic show. That's true. She might have did a bad job describing it. She might have meant here is a museum of Jewish art. <laughs> it's like, what? It doesn't line up with the Second Testament too, you know? Like yeah, it, it, it could have been anything. But I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what the devil is doing. He's making Asian art, and he's putting it in a museum. Well, what they should have done is they should have gone up to Kentucky to the Creationist Museum. See, now there's the Lord's work. That's Jesus' museum with the ark and the dinosaurs and the Garden of Eden getting ridden by humans because they got along, and a Tyrannosaurus Rex was just sort of like a big puppy dog that, uh, that man used to uh, keep as a pet, according to the Creation Museum in Ken Ham. So... So that's where they should have gone. Dude, I kind I kind of wish the creationists were right. Like I don't think they are, but that sounds pretty badass, man. Like <laughs> riding a triceratops. That sounds fucking amazing, man. I think it would be actually pretty cool. Yeah, it it, it would be uh Wow, you're you're actually selling me on this. I've actually disliked them for so long. All it took was you pointing out how cool it would be if they were right, and I'm I'm leaning their way, not because of their idiotic beliefs, but because of you know, well, yeah, cool man. What are you going to do? Go to a museum with, with actual art from the past? Those Greek statues with the tiny cocks on them? No, man. <laughs> People riding triceratops. It's way funner. I uh, actually was reading up on the Creation Museum recently uh, for just a, a nonsense reason. And what's funny is um, I, I'm not sure how, like, there's an association of museums or, you know, like, because there's an association for everything or museum purists or museum... Uh, curators, they don't like the Creation Museum being called a museum, and the reason is actually pretty interesting and sound. Wait, isn't it literally called the Creationist Museum? It is. It's actually called that. And the so, reason. But wait, the museum's getting upset, or who's who's upset about this? I'm confused. The now. Association of Museums, like actual museums, don't like the Creation oh, Museum. Sorry, gotcha. maybe I didn't okay. explain that well. I, I I was just babbling. Like. In my head, I know what I'm thinking. I probably didn't explain it well. But the association of museums and curators, they don't like the Creation Museum being called a museum. And the reason is actually pretty fucking dead on. It's because museums are about objects. You go to look at objects or art or something real uh, to glean, get, get a sense of history or knowledge. Whereas the Creation Museum is literally like, well, here's a paper mache artwork of what the Bible looked like, or here is like they just created a bunch of shit to create a museum. They have no yeah. artifacts. They just literally made up all this creationist nonsense. Like, well, this is what the the, the Garden of Eden looked like, even though we have no, uh, you know, definite proof it existed or where it would have been. Um, they just, so the, everything is invented. It's it's basically like. Disneyland I see what saying, saying it's museum. but at the same time, where, how does it hurt them in any way? That's that's what I'm not getting from this. Like, I, I guess, I guess it goes back to something okay. that we've talked about on the show before. I'm not, I'm not as hard of an atheist as I used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as they're keeping a lot of the the laws and the 
public school textbooks. Yeah, let them have their fun. Let them have the Creationist Museum. Let them have the Koran Museum, the Torah Museum, the fucking Tom Cruise Scientology Museum. I, I, yeah, whatever. I let them let them do their thing, man. Yeah, I mean the fucking Narnia Museum. I don't give a shit. I see both sides of it. I see both sides of it. On the one hand, I think it's funny that museum nerds get pissed that the Creation Museum uses the name. I, I'm right there with nah, you. They're just mad because they haven't got laid in a while because they're museum nerds. <laughs> that, that's what I what I see. Is this is this is just uh, I don't know. It's just built up testosterone coming out at the at at the Jesus folks. Yes, and I, I I don't disagree with that. But on the other hand, I do get their point where you take anything that is supposed to mean something and you sully it just by spreading it around like, "Oh, you can call fucking anything a museum." You know, like uh once you reduce the the name in value, you that's what you do. You reduce the name in value. So, I I get their point, but I also don't care about it if that makes sense. I get their point. That being said, if if there was in the next state over, um, let let's say a heavily populated Muslim community, and they opened up the Museum of the Prophet, and it was all stuff according to the teaching of the Prophet, and blah 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 blah, and you wanted to protest that, I'm guessing that same group of people would call you xenophobic. This is true. Like, and so that's why I'm saying it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? Let both of them have their shit. And, and, and you know, when I say that first one, I don't mean if you're, if you're talking actual artifacts and actual, um, uh, you know, things talking about the original caliphate Stone or something like that. Yeah, shit, yeah. Or, or like I went to, um, uh, the, the Coyster Museum, which, which was amazing. It was, wait, it what was, was that? Say that again. I heard you, but I didn't, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's a, what a cloister is, is it's, um, basically like an, like an old school monastery. Traditionally, the monks in old timey Europe, they would just go to these monasteries, shave that weird little bald spot in the back of their head with, um, right, right, I, I right. don't know what the hell Franciscan they would use, monks, a little bowl they? or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would, they would do that and they would shave that little bald spot and they would throw on that fucking robe. And they would never leave that monastery. They'd live there their entire lives. So in the middle of that monastery, they would have a cloister. And so it was like a beautiful garden with lots of plants, but then a lot of stone carvings and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like hand chiseled stuff, which were actually chiseled very nicely because they had nothing fucking else to do. You know what I'm saying? No women, no booze, no fucking nothing. They were just bored chiseling these things. So they actually made it look pretty cool. You know, it was in the middle of the monastery. It was like their little uh, way to be outside and, and have cool shit. And so what they did is they took a bunch of stones from different monasteries uh, in Europe throughout the Middle Ages. And they reassembled them in Fort Tryon Park in Washington Heights at the top of Manhattan. And it's 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 up high on a hilltop that's in a huge park up there that's surrounded by trees. So you go in there and it's really like you're not in a city anymore, man. You see you have a view of the Hudson and you're I, I mean, you're you're not in a city anymore as far as, you know, you all all of your fucking senses can tell without your GPS, you know, like you're not you're not in a city. But they recreated a bunch of these and then underneath the the um outside where the actual cloisters were rebuilt they have a, a little museum where they have a bunch of old paintings from back then 
and the big crosses with the with the gems from the old timey popes that look like something that rappers have now times like 10 <laughs> it's they, they have a bunch of those and yeah yeah and you just look at it and you're going wait a minute weren't they basically worshiping a hippie who didn't even wear shoes what the fuck is this this giant gold cross I mean, <laughs> that's yes, the way it's always been though be humble kiss my 12 foot gold gem encrusted <laughs> cross I don't know. It's it's weird, but it's fun to look at that because it's kind of a window into the back. And it wasn't recreations. Like, they have the... Some of them were. Right, right. And that's where this all started. That's where this all started. It's like, well, the Creation Museum, we took a picture of something we saw in a different museum, and then we made a papier-mâché artwork of it, and that's our museum. That's why I think... That's why I see the point of the the museum nerds being pissed. I see the point, but but I I still don't care. just being douchey. Because, like, the thing is, if if you're into what I'm talking about, and this is coming from somebody who's not religious at all, I, I, I... But... Going to this museum is fucking great, man. I want to go back there again. It, it, it's amazing because um, I'm, I'm fascinated by history. I'm fascinated by artifacts. This is a whole different thing than the Creationist Museum. And this oh, museum yeah, 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 yeah. does not have to feel threatened by that museum at all. Like, they're not, they're not pitching to the same market, is, is what I'm saying. It's also odd when you when you started, you say Franciscan monks, and I, the first thought I had was, oh, they're going to be, <laughs> is, is, there's going to be a bar in there talking about mead and the way they would uh, barrel their wine, and because that's that's what those yeah. guys were known for was their alcohol. That's true, man. Um, actually, uh, Belgian beer, Belgian beer is some of the best beer on the planet. If I if I was stranded on a deserted island and you were like, you have one country of beer that you can just, we're just going <laughs> to stock you up with beer from that country. Um, and then other than that, you just get that weird little soccer ball head from uh, Castaway and that's it. I'm, I'm picking the Belgian beer, man. Um, they, they, you know it's, it's really strong beer. It's really tasty beer. Um, but a lot of it's brewed by monks still, man. You know what I love uh, about that uh, uh, analogy is I've never heard that one given before. It's it's like a window into the soul. They always talk about, oh, if you were trapped uh, on an island, uh, you know, who is one person from history you'd want with you to talk to? Or what's the album you'd want with you to listen to? Yeah, that's fucking heck. And you go to beer. You're like, no, no, I'm an alcoholic. Let's talk alcohol. Let's talk beer. I've never heard beer used before. That's fucking great. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm a degenerate. If you could be on that island with one type of beer from each country, and then I'll even give you um, uh, prostitutes from one country too. Doesn't have to be the same country. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, one one game of chance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, poker, blackjack, roulette, whatever. Um, you, you get to pick, and that's your island, man. Wait, no, I just described a resort. I'm sorry, man. I'm fucking up this whole island analogy. I'm, I'm talking about a resort at this point. Well, it could be. What uh, prostitutes? Man, that's that's a... I, I think I would go Asia to start. And okay. from there, given my limited experience, I'd have to go Filipino because that's... We've talked about this in the past. I have been around uh filipino prostitutes many times and i was always dating uh i was always in a relationship so i could never partake and i i think that weighs on me heavy i think that is a monkey on my back i think that is something that i will uh a regret i will take to the grave so if i had to choose a prostitute for a deserted island i would have to go filipino because just in in my experience they were just the the hottest 
the sexiest, gorgeous, you know, little tight packages of five foot four. You know, like uh, sure. So that, that's where I'm going. It's Filipino, and this, despite uh, uh, John, uh, who we had on a couple weeks ago, listeners. If you didn't listen, go back and find uh, the the biggest brothel in Germany. He he was all about the European women he had at that brothel. What uh, sure. what what, uh, what country would you pick? Hmm, that is a good question. I I don't want to pick anything easy. So let me let me just do that I, off the bat. I admit I, the Philippines is easy, but I, I I explain that I have a personal history there. I have a I have a, a memories or a longing, so that's why I go that way. Okay, here's here's the thing. I am I'm also going to pick an Asian country. Um, has 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 nothing to do with the women themselves or how they look or, or anything. Um, I'm picking Singapore. Reason I pick Singapore is um, I knew a lady from Singapore once, and we got on the topic of drugs, and she was shocked that I did as many drugs as I had, like different types. And I was like, "Well, yeah, like fucking." whatever i'm from the midwest there's nothing else to do most of the time you know yeah it did all the drugs did you tell her that you uh died from taking dog tranquilizers no didn't even get into that just (laughs) casually talking about getting high listeners Um, first time listeners uh this is something that's been discussed many times uh what how old were you well i was 14 that's a rough age for anybody (laughs) including most of the listeners so i don't know why you're getting on my case not getting on your case i'm just giving background because it's it's one of my favorite stories so (laughs) It, because I thought of it, because you talk about drugs you do, that's the first thing I think of. And then I always worry that someone's tuning in for the first time, like, oh, let's check these morons out. And then I just casually mention that you died of a drug overdose that wasn't heroin or, you know, like anything popular. Well, but it was no, mixed it was, with a bunch of different prescription drugs and stuff like that. I was, I, I don't know, I was, we, we started off just getting drunk and high, and then we had a bunch of different prescription drugs and well, I didn't slow down on any of it. When you and, run out uh, of prescription drugs and alcohol, you gotta raid the yes. the, the the where where was in the veterinarians the veterinarians cabinet the 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 dog. No, no, it was, a friend of mine was dog sitting, and this dog had <laughs> prescription pills. But the thing about a dog's prescription pills come in the same color bottle. You you know what a prescription bottle looks like with the with the orange orange bottle with the with the white top, and I'm like. What the fuck? There's still pills in there. <laughs> She's like, this is a goddamn dog pills. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that. That means it might get us really high. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, one ambulance ride case, later. Like cat tranquilizer or whatever the fuck. So I was like, maybe I'm some kind of drug pioneer right now. And well, <laughs> you know, just like many great pioneers of the West, I, uh, I almost fucking died. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's funny. I like that line. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> This has nothing to do with anything. I, don't, I didn't tell you this yet. Uh, uh, my dog has diabetes. Um, diabetes? Diabetes. And not, not type 2, not overweight diabetes. Type 1, just sort of genetic, oops, you have diabetes. Um, last Dude, week, if a dog gets type 2 diabetes, I think he royally fucked up as an owner. Though. Oh, yeah, You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Is absolutely. that even a thing? Jesus. Yeah. It, well, it is a thing, because that's what the vet told us, because we said... We, we asked, we said, is this our fault? We feed him table, table scraps. And he's like, no, 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 that's type 2 diabetes. He's not overweight. Uh, table scraps, hu- human food. If he was overweight, it's ty- he said it's type 1. It's a genetic thing. But, uh, yeah, well, last... Well, table scraps is one thing, right? That's that's like a few bites. I do that. Most people I think with dogs does do that. that. You're, not, you're not doing, like, whole meals of stuff you didn't eat. It's not like you're cooking, right. you know, like a Here's meal a for you and a meal for the dog every time. What's up? 
here's a plate of pasta. Yeah, not doing that. Yeah, yeah it was just. Ta- yeah. But we still felt bad because you know, like, I, I have a five year old daughter who doesn't eat her crusts. So bread is not the the healthiest thing in the world. But yeah, the dog would get the crusts, and it's like, so that was dude. The pl- and that's the thing about America. You know, it's out there. You know, there's that person who's just like, ah, my. My dog likes Domino's more than they like dog food. And I love my dog. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Order two large pies. And wings. Yeah, and wings. One of my saddest moments uh, as a human being, uh, definitely as a parent, was when I had my first daughter. This goes back five years ago when she was just a little baby. We're, we're talking, she's five years old. So when she was just a couple months old, we took her to the pediatrician and we had met him a couple times, so this is maybe our third visit. I don't know. So he he had a he knew who I was. He knew what kind of person I was. And uh, my wife asked a question about bottle feeding, and I can't remember what it was, but he said something, and then I just said what I always do, which is like, and then if we don't have any breast milk, just like Mountain Dew, right? And he yeah. stopped, and he just got sort of sad and looked down, and he said, "You have no idea how often I hear that question, and it's not a joke." And I'm like, wow, God oh, Jesus. damn it. And it was just like, yeah, so it's out there. People fuck up their dogs. They fuck up their kids. They feed them everything they're not supposed to. You're saying Soda they give the baby Mountain Dew? Yes, that's what he, he I'm sure wow. people do it, but he was, he at least, people had the wherewithal to ask him if it was okay. And hopefully he got out in front of those people with his, no. But You're anyway, saying instead of breast milk, they'll give them the Mountain Dew. Or if they were out of breast milk. Yes, he just said that as a pediatrician, he heard... Listen, my the... nipples is getting sore, and little Peggy Mae Jr. loves to taste the Mountain Dew even more than she loves to taste the titties. What do you say, Doc? Exactly. So either way... What so... if I cut it? What if I cut it with breast milk half and half? Can I, can I make a little Mountain Dew breast milk cocktail? Would that now, be okay? Now you make me think of Laverne and Shirley, because they would always uh, drink Pepsi and milk. If you remember that. I never tried it. I always thought it sounded gross. Pepsi and milk, huh? Yeah, Laverne and Shirley. They would mention it every other episode. Like, oh, let's. they mixed Pepsi and milk. Sounds fucking disgusting. You, you know what I think that what was? I, I, I think I think some, like, some executives at, at, the, at the, like, the TV station were high one night. And they were like, I'll bet this country is dumb enough. We could convince those motherfuckers to mix Pepsi with milk if we just put it on a hit TV show. <laughs> That's what I think that was about. Probably. Anyway, so we have to give the dog uh, insulin shots now, so that sucks, but uh, he's a champ about it. That um, sucks, man. Singapore. Back to Singapore. So basically, I guess we have dog drugs in our house. Uh, if I ever am feeling frisky, I could give myself an uh, insulin injection of uh, dog insulin for his No, diabetes. this wasn't for the pancreas. This was for a gland that I later found out that humans don't have. So <laughs> That's right. I know. I, I don't know what it did to me. Honestly, it, it, well, it could you have an been the other shit that actually OD'd me, you know? <laughs> okay, but Singapore. The, you, you knew a woman from Singapore. That was where this tangent started. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, you know, we were just kind of, we got on the topic, and we were just casually talking about drugs. And I was like, yeah, I did a lot of drugs, sure. Um, mostly when I was younger, and, and she was like, oh, my God. Like, it was it weirded her out that I'd even done any kind of drugs. And I'm like, what? Yeah, ain't you done anything? And she was like, no. I mean, a little bit since I came to the state, but no, especially not when I was younger. And I'm like, not not growing up. And she was like, no. And apparently, they have such tough vice laws in Singapore. You can, like, get the death penalty for weed there, man. Wow. Like, they do not fuck around. So, where, 
Where was that kid uh, caned for... Singapore. That was Singapore. Okay, where he spit the gum on the sidewalk yeah. or whatever, and he, uh, yeah, he got uh, he got caned. Got smacked yeah, with wh- a bamboo... Fuck caning. You can get the death penalty for weed. Like, that's, like, death, man. Like, or it's going to be decades in prison. Like, they don't fuck around with vice laws. Therefore, any prostitutes that are working there, their heart is in it. And they can keep a secret. Oh, you know they, what I'm saying? Yes, they, they want to do it. They got to do it. It's it's their passion. They wanted to. Yes. They didn't want to drive a school bus. They wanted to be a prostitute. There's no denying it. It's their, like you said, their heart is in it. It's their life calling. Yes, statistically speaking, it is. It is. You know, average wise per capita, the richest country on earth. So any prostitutes still there are risking death and could get a lot of money doing other things. But they were like, not nah, gonna. Fuck a lot of dudes every day. And they're not going to tell anybody about it. Why? Because they could be killed. Therefore, if I ever get rescued, they won't tell my girlfriend what happened on that island. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like I get the to way be you like, think. No, I just hung out there talking to that soccer ball head and jerking off thinking about you. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't banging hookers from Singapore on that island. What the fuck kind of story? Why would there be hookers from Singapore and Belgian beer and and blackjack all on one island, you know? That's ridiculous. Who who gets stranded on an island like that? I uh I I quick, well, when I was mentioning it, I looked up Pepsi and milk and it's a thing. And apparently, uh everything I've looked at in these last minutes, uh it tastes like a melted uh milkshake, root beer float, where it just sort of Instead of having ice cream. Who is drinking? Is it like the clockwork orange guys are drinking that before they commit crimes against humanity? That fucking doesn't sound good at all. They all give credit to Laverne and Shirley. Uh, every there's This link I'm reading, it says, uh, fill a glass with ice, uh, half a cup of whole milk. It's got to be high in fat and thick. And then top it off with Pepsi. And there you go. It sounds... I think it sounds that just gross, that totally gross. seems evil to me. That seems like something from the Clockwork Orange bar. I'm hearing Malcolm McDowell's voice narrating this, and we <laughs> drank the Pepsi and milk because we love Laverne and Shirley, don't we, dear brothers? And then we committed acts of heinous crimes. Ah, that's yeah. That's what I see happening after Pepsi and milk. Well, it's it's like anything. You put it on TV, and someone's gonna try it. All right, you got any other uh, quick stories? I got to get to my show uh, very shortly, very quickly. Um, you got any other interesting callers, or do you want to call it even? Who, it's, uh, we, we post on Mondays. We are recording on Saturday. Who do you got tomorrow for the AFC and NFC championships? Um, I'm, I'm going to go Vikings just because they had that fucking play at the end. You yeah. know what I mean? They seem and, to have um, momentum, and who knows if Nick Foles can have another miracle. He's not the best. Yeah. And the other side, you uh, got to go Patriots. There's no way the Jags can beat the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, you got you to gotta go Pats. Um, All right, we know. will see if we are correct next week. All right, my friend. Oh, and then, to you. oh, watch, yeah. um, have you seen the movie The Room by any chance? No, I went to see The Disaster Artist, but I have not seen The Room. Did you watch The Disaster Artist without watching The Room? Yeah, I mean, I know what the room is. That's when I lived I'll in L.A. I used like to no see that billboard sense. every goddamn day. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was it was great. 
Yeah. Now, did I you see it just straightforward, the room, or did you see it in one of those, like, Mystery Science Theater settings where people do commentary or show, shout out jokes or shit like that? Like a, no, uh, okay, a, so I... Uh, uh, hold on, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. A Rocky Horror Picture Show. Did you see it in that one with audience participation? No, I did not. I, I watched it with my girlfriend, but first I watched it alone after I, I got I an edible for you doing the do show. This. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Dude, I ate edible... And then I'm sitting here by myself watching this fucking movie, and I'm high off my ass. And I, I, the thing is, when you're really high and you're watching something fucked up like this, you can't really tell if it's you or if it's the thing, right? So I, I'm sitting there, and uh, I can't follow the plot. I mean, I can follow the main plot. Um, his girlfriend's cheating on him with his friend. That's the whole plot of the fucking movie. But then he'll just randomly throw in characters and just weird little things that just go nowhere and they're thrown in there for no reason. And when you're high, you're just like, oh, I, I'm i just not catching why he's doing this because I'm high. Like, you think it's you. And then you rewind it and you're like, nah, this is just him. This man is insane and this fucking movie makes no sense. And so I watched it like that and then I watched it again with my girlfriend. Just, you know, a few glasses of wine or whatever. And you're saying, uh, see, I, I don't know that I needed to see it in order to enjoy The Disaster Artist. I, I enjoyed The Disaster Artist very much. Um, I, I wanted to see The Room, but I'm not sure if I... You're saying do it. You're saying just pull the plug and watch this you know, this incredible disaster, for lack of a better uh, description. Oh, fuck it. yeah, dude. Like, it's it, it's amazing. It's, it's so good. And what they were saying at the beginning when they were just kind of interviewing those directors and actors and stuff about the movie... Um, one of them said something that was so true about the movie. He said, if, if you got the five best filmmakers in the world together and got them to try to make this movie, they, there's no way they could do it. You, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's one of those things that only works because the guy actually was trying and it's just, it's just such a fucking insane thing. It's basically like if, if you took a junior high kid and you were like, make a movie about what you think it's like to be a grown-up. And, I, I mean, because the guy's, the guy's insane. I, I don't know what's wrong with him. I think there's a brain injury there. That's why I think there's, like, the bizarre stories in the... Oh, I'm 19 years old when he's in his 40s. And he says he's from Louisiana when he's, his accent's clearly Eastern European. I, I think there was a brain injury. He either inherited a bunch of money or... He got hit by a car, and it was kind of like the Tracy Morgan Walmart truck thing. It was like, it was some big company that hit him in the head and fucked him up real bad. And so he just has a bunch of money from that. I I have no idea, man. But it's, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating movie to watch. You gotta, if you, like, watch The Disaster Artist, but first, first, people, don't do it like Timmel did it. He did it fucked up. You got to do it like I did it. Watch it. You can find the whole movie on YouTube. On it's, edibles it, or just, do you mean night. the order? Do you mean I fucked up by seeing Disaster Artist Force? Or yes. do it like you did by seeing it on edibles? Yes. Or well, both? No, honestly, honestly, don't do it on edibles. That shit was kind of like climbing Mount Everest only without the bragging rights, okay? It was tough and there was no reason to do it. It took me a long time to get through it. It was kind of painful, but it felt really good at the end. Honestly... 
it'll feel just as good if you just watch it while you're having a few drinks or whatever. You, you, you know, like, don't do not do it while you're high. It's too hard to follow. You you, you, you overanalyze the movie. You're, you're, you're just like, no, there has to be something more here. Why do you fucking throw that character in, you know? And it just, it doesn't make sense. But then, you, you know, you watch it either sober or with a few drinks in you. All right. That's it, kids. Watch The Room. And then The Disaster Artist. There we go. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good uh, week, and we will talk to you next week. Later. Later.